Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there, it's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. This week I'm going to talk about something I've talked about before but it's a topic that comes up time and time again when people are reaching out to me for help and it's all about self-care and I want to really say the topic of this is self-care is not selfish. So many people are reaching out and saying yeah I know I should be doing more for self-care but I just don't do it. So why don't we do it and why is it so difficult for us to do So I'm going to touch on that this week and give you some hopefully some practical tips. As always, you can pick and choose. You can decide what you want to do, what you don't want to do. But I do hope that you find something here that I'm going to talk about that's useful for you and something you can put into practice. Self-care for many of us, particularly women, is something that we've got out of the habit of over the years. And a lot of women that I speak to are similar age to me. We're in midlife. You know, maybe we've had busy jobs. Maybe we run a home. uh, Maybe we've brought up families. And for many years, it almost has become a habit of putting other people first. And we sort of come second. And for a lot of people, it takes, you know, a serious health diagnosis to stop, realise what's going on, realise that there's something not right and realise actually you've got a chance now to do something about this. So how would that be? So I'm first of all going to talk about starting your day well. If you start your day well, hopefully you can start changing some of those habits. And so I've got three tips for you of how I start my day well. And I am not a particularly morning person. It takes me a little while to come around in the morning. Don't like to talk too much. Don't like to make too many decisions. So what I do to start my day well is start the night before. And for me, that means planning what I'm going to do first thing in the morning. If I'm going to do some exercise, I'm going to lay out my exercise clothes, get my running shoes out, trainers and just be good to go in the morning. I get my water bottle ready. I don't have to think in the morning about what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go, what I'm going to wear. I've already decided that the night before. So that's one decision taken care of. The second top tip that somebody's given me that I find really, really useful is not to look at my phone first thing in the morning. So many people I know, the first thing they do when they open their eyes is look at their phone. And if you're not careful, you can just get sucked into, you know, either scrolling social media or looking at the news, which is never very good news, to be honest. But also you're just straight away sucked into other people's agenda, information coming into your head that maybe you don't need. So I like to now in the morning, take a bit of time and a bit of space. And the first thing I really want to look at in the morning is the sky. Now, luckily in Manchester recently, we've had some really nice weather. So it's been nice to get outside, even just step into your back garden, just step outside the front door, look at the blue sky. If it's a blue sky, it has been raining a few days this week. 
But start the day by just looking outside. If you can go for a walk, get into nature, just five, 10 minutes makes me feel great. A lot better than just sitting hunched over a phone or hunched over a laptop, scrolling social media. The other third top tip I give you for starting your day well is to start with a nice drink. And for me, I like hot water with lemon in. I find it. There's lots of theories behind what lemon does for you. Is it cleansing? Does it detox? Whatever. It tastes nice. It makes me feel nice. It makes me feel I'm putting something good into my body to start the day with. So that's my top tip there. But I really wanted to touch on why is it so difficult for so many people to get into the habit of self-care? And one of the things that somebody said this week, it really struck a nerve with me was, you know, we, we've got a bucket, if you like, a bucket of energy. And so many, many things can make a hole in your bucket and drain that energy. And that might be, it might be the job that you're in. It might be a relationship that you've got. It might be worries that you've got hanging over you. It might be commitments that you've already got that you feel you can't get out of. But all of these things are draining away, draining away your energy, draining away your bucket of self-care that you need to replenish for you to keep yourself well. So if you can, take some time to just think about, well, what are the drains on your energy? What is taking time and energy away from you and your self-care? Okay. It'll be different for everybody. I know that. But some of the common themes are, do you spend your evenings slumped in front of the TV watching things that are not really very good for you? Now, there's no judgment here. I'm not saying don't watch TV. I like to watch TV, get into especially a good thriller or a good story. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, think about what you're doing and asking, is that helping you to create the life that you want? If you're really enjoying what you're doing, do it. But what I'm saying is TV and social media, as much as I love social media, I do love to connect with people. I love watching pe- you know, other people, connecting with friends and family, seeing what they're up to. Love all that. But it can be such a drain on your time. And I don't know if you've ever gone onto social media for five minutes and found yourself there two hours later, just scrolling through, looking at goodness knows what, going down all sorts of rabbit holes looking at things and that's okay but ask yourself how does it make you feel so self-care again will mean different things to different people we all know the things we should be doing that maybe you're not making time for and people will say oh i haven't got time to exercise oh i haven't got time to cook a healthy meal oh i haven't really got time to do whatever whatever and again i'm not judging you i'm saying take some time to think about your week ahead Think about your self-care. If you're not feeling particularly well, or even if you are feeling well, your self-care is really, really important. And if you acknowledge that, then how about making some conscious decisions to schedule in some time for your self-care? It could be doing whatever gives you pleasure. It could be booking in for a massage. It could be going for a nice walk. It could be meeting up with a friend who you know uplifts you and makes you smile, makes you laugh, who makes you feel good. This is not about obligations. This is about an obligation to yourself and to your health and to your well-being. So scheduling some time for your self-care can be a wonderful thing to do. Because for me, I know I'm a busy person, a lot of busy people. Self-care is always the bottom of the list of things to do. There's other things that maybe you think are more important. But actually, you can't look after other people. You can't do all the things that you want to do if you're not looking for after yourself if you are not replenishing your energy and for me it starts with self-care so it makes me so sad when people are saying to me oh you know I know I should do self-care I know I should look after myself better but 
don't really have time or, you know, I'm, no, I don't really know how to go about that. I'm hoping I've given you some food for thought. Always, always reach out for me. But just take some time for yourself. Think about when do you feel good? Think about when you spend time with certain people as well. How do you feel? How does your energy feel when you're around them? Is it good energy? Are they uplifting you? Are they adding something to your life? Or are they draining you? If their energy is draining you, you've got choices. You know you've got choices. You don't have to spend time with anybody. You don't have to do a lot of things that we think we have to. You might say, well, I'm in a job and I have to be in that job. I've got no choice. We've all got choices. You could choose to take a different job. You could choose to react in a different way to your job. You could choose to have a conversation with somebody at your job about whatever it is that's making you unhappy. You are somebody who's really important. And if you've got in the habit of not making time for your self-care, then I'm inviting you to join me this week and just practice some little new habits maybe of self-care. Think about things that uplift you, inspire you, give you energy. And it could be just listening to a lovely piece of music. I listened to Glastonbury last week. Watch the wonderful Cat Stevens and his his set just lifted my spirit so I and I thought I've not listened to his music for a long, long time. And so I was just making the bed the other day in the bedroom, cleaning the bedroom, tidying up, and I thought, put some Cat Stevens music on. And oh my goodness, it lifted my soul. It made me feel so good and so at ease. And and it was for me that was a form of self-care lighting a candle, just taking five minutes for yourself. That can be a form of self-care. Just taking yourself out of the busyness and the hamster wheel of life that we all get on. And I did, I'm included in this. I'm not perfect. But this week, remember, self-care isn't selfish. You are an important person. You are my love. Yeah, I'm here for you. If you're struggling with self-care, please reach out to me. I'm always here. I'd always love to hear from you. Let me know what you're doing for your self-care. And I'm just going to let you know, this weekend I'm off for a short break to the seaside, to Whitby in, in Yorkshire. Um, looking at the sea for me is self-care, being out in nature, being out in the fresh air. You know, I live in the city, so for me that's a real treat and I'm looking forward to that and I'll speak to you very soon. Take care.